What's going on, guys? You are listening to the Lens Culture Photography Podcast, hosted by myself, Jonathan Pajak. And I just want to let you guys know the purpose of this podcast is to help all of you guys, photographers, videographers in this awesome industry, grow your business. That is the main purpose here. If you want to access anything I reference in this episode, be sure to head down to the show notes of the episode for additional information. Enough talking. Let's get right into it. What is going on, guys? I know it's been a while since I've been podcasting consistently, but we're getting back to it in this new year. Obviously, the holidays took a lot of time, a lot of vacationing. It was a really good time spending, like, good time with family. But I wanted to come on today for episode 20 and basically talk about um, softwares that I use in my business and that probably a lot of other people are using too to, you know, save time, be more efficient, and obviously to produce high-quality work and um, be consistent with their business as well. Um, so the first software, it's, it's kind of an obvious one. It's whatever editing software you're using um, for your business. You know, if you're doing, if you have a different type of business like florals or something like that, obviously you don't have like an editing software. But for us photographers and videographers, you know, a good portion of people are, I would say almost everybody now is probably using Lightroom. But, you know, obviously videographers, they range from, you know, DaVinci Resolve, which is an editing software, you know, Final Cut Pro, which is where I started. And then obviously, you know, more higher end stuff that, you know, most, I think, smaller, and when I say smaller, I mean like sub $200,000 businesses aren't using, but the main popular one is Premiere Pro. So basically the first software that I obviously couldn't live or work or function my business without would be the Adobe Creative Cloud. Um, now, the Adobe Creative Cloud is, a, is an amazing software because what I love about it is like, yes, it sucks. You pay monthly on it. Like some people just want to pay one price up front and have it for life. But that's not always the case. The one cool thing about paying monthly is it's constantly updating. And usually two times a year, they put out like a really big update with like really cool new features or new things that you couldn't have done in the past. And it's really awesome because you don't have to pay basically, I guess, a big chunk to get that update. Whereas like if there was a really big update for Final Cut, then you have to pay, you know, an extra 200, $300, $400 for that. But basically, um, and I have everything pulled up here so I can reference to it, guys. Um, so sorry if you hear some clicking in the background. But basically, basically depending on what you um, want in your Creative Cloud, I pay for the full set just because it gives me access to everything. But I only really use a few. So I barely ever use Illustrator, which is gr- great for creating stunning illustrations and graphics and stuff like that. My main uses are Photoshop. I use a lot of Photoshop, After Effects, obviously Premiere Pro, um, some Adobe Acrobat if I'm signing like PDFs, and then a lot of like Lightroom. Sometimes I use Adobe Media Encoder, but that's only if I'm batch, you know, exporting a lot of videos at one time, but it's very rare. Um, Camera Raw is another popular one for people as well. Um, I just don't really know if there's a lot of people using it anymore, but those are the main, you know, softwares that people are using from that, um, from this creative cloud from Adobe. And basically those are the ones that I use. I currently pay $19.99. I'm pretty sure that's like the standard price for this. I know you can get like the student oh, for a while for like $9.99. That's how I started. And then kind of just branched over to obviously the, um, you know, the normal pricing once I was not a student anymore. Uh, the second software, I guess it's cut software, but I guess it's kind of not, um, is Pixie Set. I love Pixie Set. It is how I deliver my photos. 
It is how I get clients to purchase prints when they want really high quality prints. It's an amazing platform. One of the, my favorite things about Pixieset is the customization of it, but it's also the integration. Pixieset actually integrates directly with Lightroom. And what's awesome about it is basically once you upload all your stuff to Pixieset uh, or a Lightroom and you do all your editing, you can just basically set up your, your gallery in Lightroom and it'll automatically sync some of the f smaller tweaking things like setting passwords and stuff like that you obviously have to do within pixie set itself but having that custom ability to where you can at least do you know the main preliminary stuff within lightroom is pretty awesome in my book i i i use that feature all the time i used to have lots and lots of folders and basically now all i have to do is keep the raw files um obviously on a drive and then have the catalog and then I can just export the ones I definitely know I want to use on my website because you don't always use every single picture that you deliver for your portfolios and stuff like that. Um, but Pixie Set's pretty awesome. There's multiple plans that you can choose from. Currently right now I am paying for the Plus which is 100 gigabytes TV a year. I give all my wedding clients six months of of backup. So basically their gallery is going to stay live for six months. So if they happen to lose an image or something along those lines, um, I can just quickly send them the link to their gallery again without even having to go home, import it, all that stuff. It's not nearly as annoying. They have a lot of different ranges. So the basic runs you around $10 a month if you do it monthly or $96 annually. So you're saving obviously I think around 20% if I do the math correctly. Um, and that's giving you 10 gigabytes which can be a lot if you're not exporting at 100% quality from Lightroom, but it will fill up pretty quick. I know I'm creeping close to my 100 gigabyte mount for my Plus, um, but I know I'll have to upgrade to the Pro here and eventually. So basically for the Plus, you're paying $20 monthly or $192 yearly, again, still saving the, the 20%. You basically save 20% every time if you bill it yearly. The Pro, you're paying $30 a month for 1,000 gigabytes, so it literally multiplies it by 10. Pro is pretty up there. Like, I don't really think you would need to go above Pro. I mean, most galleries I deliver for weddings, I think are like, oh, I think if I had to remember, close to like 16 gigabytes. So you'd have to be doing close to, you know, I think if I do quick math here, like around like 90 weddings a year or something like that to fill that up. But obviously, if you keep them for six months, there's overlap there as well, obviously. And it just kind of goes up from there. You could pay up most to $50 a month for unlimited. I don't really know who would need that. I guess like maybe sports shooters or something like that or have a lot, a lot of frames. But Pixie Set's just an amazing platform, guys, if you're looking to deliver high quality um, images to your clients. The thing about it is, yes, you could just use Dropbox and pay cheaper. But the custom ability is obviously completely lacking with Dropbox. You're sending them a link. You're sharing them a folder. It's the branding's not there, the professionalism's not there, and the custom ability's not there. Um, also within Pixie Set, I can sell prints. So basically, I didn't do a good job with this in 2019, but in 2020, I am printing more. I'm gonna have some more sample albums, take them to engagement sessions, and try to just teach clients like, hey, stop taking your photos to Walgreens. Like your images are not gonna look good when they're printed at Walgreens. But when they're printed from a pro photo lab, which you can choose which lab you'd like to print from within the gallery, you will get very, very good, high quality prints. And I keep trying to express that. And the amazing thing is with Pixie Set, you can literally do that within the platform. And that's what's awesome. Like 
Personally, I like to do some final tweaks before cl clients print. So what I always tell them to do is create a favorites favorites list. And then I will just go back into that Lightroom ca catalog since it constantly updates. So if you go back in that catalog, you make a change to an image, it's going to update that image within the gallery. That's one of the most awesome parts about it. So whenever I have a client that makes like a favorites list within the gallery, I will go into the favorites list, maybe do some final tweaking, brighten it up a little bit since naturally prints look a little bit darker. That way they can print with full confidence that their print will look just as good as it does on their, you know, iPhone or something like that. Just quickly to go over some of the custom ability that you can do. So obviously you can create a lot of different sections within the galleries. So they can click like bride prep, room prep, ceremony, all that. Amazing. So if you go into your collection settings on here, you know, you can obviously title it. You can give it a custom URL and then you can have it to where they can get emails on if the thing's expiring. So my favorite add-on feature for this is that was a really long exaggerated favorite is the email registration now let me explain to you why so an amazing thing about pixie set is you can share this gallery with everybody and their pixie set's not the only one there's cloud spot shot proof there's a bunch of them i just went from with pixie set and originally and i've loved it ever since um basically they can share this gallery with everybody but if you turn on email registration Every time some to get into the gallery, you have to enter an email. And like, yeah, they could be entering in, you know, bullshit emails that don't mean anything, but let's say they're not. Well, every year around, uh, you know, October, November for me, I send out a mass email to every email I, I received through Pixie Set saying, hey, X percent off prints. Hey, albums, X percent off. Make a great gift. And every year I will get a few people that will pick up prints order an album because of this sale I'm running because of all these emails. And it could be random cousins and stuff like that that just want to gift the couple some prints, a large metal print, a canvas print, maybe an album. So it's an awesome way to market and just be able to make a few extra dollars off of the work you already prior, you did prior. Um, just what another thing that's cool is just the design of it. You can make it dark, more, more bright, you can make, um, there's different like um, covers from when they initially get it. Really, really cool. Another amazing feature is obviously the password protection. You know, you can put the password on the gallery and then also a download pin. Another thing that's really cool is when they download the full gallery at once, they can click two options, whether it be a high resolution or also a web size, which is really, really good because basically they can download ones that will look great on Facebook as opposed to these huge 14 megapixel files. And then obviously, like I said, they can create favorite lists, which is a great way to just keep track of like what poses maybe all your couples like the most. Maybe you look back and see, oh, let me look at all these favorite lists, see what poses couples, you know, favorited the most this year and kind of go from there when it comes to um, uh, picking what are the best poses for you to be doing at weddings. So yeah, guys, that is Pixie Set. I know we got a little bit more in depth there on that one. Uh, but moving on, we're going to jump straight into what is more of like an online software, but I use it literally every single day. It's the first thing I type into my browser when I wake up in the morning, and that's my client management system. I'm going to have a whole separate episode on this and why it's important, but just to explain a little bit what a client management system is, is basically it helps you keep track of every client, whether it's a booked client, a lead, a past client, no matter what, emails, contracts, payments, everything is on there, but it's completely customizable. The client management system that I use that I've been using since the beginning is Tave. HoneyBook is a really smart one. I know um, 
There's a few other ones too. There's a bunch, just like Pixie said, there's a bunch of them. I've just used Tave since the beginning because it's not just mainly central towards like weddings. I feel like HoneyBook really just markets a lot to that that industry um, where Tave can be overall. So if I have like a corporate client, I don't really have to like change the images around for, you know, like a day just so they don't look super wedding-like. Um, but yeah, Tave is a great way to manage where you're at with your leads, how much people owe you. Oh, sorry guys, that was my spoon for my yogurt. <laughs> um, but it's a great way to manage like how many things, okay, how many package twos that I sell this year? How much money am I making in March? Yes, you could do all of this in an Excel spreadsheet, but basically it's a, just a little bit more difficult and a little bit more tedious. Once you set it up, and it takes some time to set up, I'm not even going to lie, but once you set it up, it is so, so convenient. So, so convenient. And I think the number one thing about it is the automation. So I have email automations that go out to my wedding clients and basically it's awesome to know like oh i don't have to worry about them getting an email about filling out the questionnaire before the wedding because i know that my system's just going to do it automatically so it's a great really really good back-end type all three of these have been back-end type um obviously uh softwares to use within the company so definitely check out tave and again i'll have a discount code for tave down in the description in the show notes so number four is Plural Eyes. Now, that's a really weird name, but it's made by Red Giant. I've been using this like exclusively the past two years. I filmed a course recently for a um, a woman down in, in Fort Lauderdale, and it was literally close to, I think, 11 hours total. The course was supposed to be 10 videos that were an hour each. And it, I had to sync all of that audio, and I knew instantly that it wasn't going to be a big ordeal because Plural Eyes is just so much better than any sort of like software or any sort of editing program that just includes like a an audio syncing. No more clapping, you know, to do any of that stuff. You don't have to. It just does, Pluralize does it automatically and it's amazing. Um, I don't really know what else I can say about it except for the price points. Um, so with Pluralize, it is a little bit steep. Um, I know it's 300 bucks for the full set of it. I know that there's some like smaller ones that you can get, I think, where you can just do like one track at a time. Um, it just varies, but with the touch of a single button, Pluralize analyzes the whole audio from your cameras, audio devices, and syncs them up in like literally seconds. It's kind of amazing in comparison to like where Adobe just will constantly like mess up like all the time. I don't really know how they do that, do it, to be honest. I just realized I forgot to go over the, the pricing for Tave. So basically, <clears throat> Tave kind of breaks it down into what you're using it for and then the how many years you want it. So is it just you? Just you is always going to be cheaper, obviously. So you can have like two users um, and like one brand. So like you're running like one company. Um, and then that one would be like $21.99. That's what I do. I just have Lens Culture Photography and it's just me. And then obviously if you have like, you know, multiple users, like you have a team of like four or five and then you have like maybe two brands you have, you know, like a wedding business and then like a corporate videography business. This would be their boutique version, which would be $29.99. And these are annual prepaid. So you just pay that per month for 12 months. Um, and then they just gets cheaper as you go. So like that $21.99 for um, one full year, just one year, that's the monthly rate for that. But if you did like, let's say you were like, oh, I love Tave, I'm going to do five years. Well, then it just came down to $16.99, you know, and they have all the way up to 10 years where it's 12 bucks a month. But I mean, that's like close to like, I think like $1,600 or something like that. You have to be really committed to A, your business and B, Tave too, because I would suck to pay that. And then, you know, six years in, you're like, 
like I wonder how many times they they sell the ten year plan. Like apparently, like you're saving half off, but it's like how much do they actually sell that? Like I'm curious. But yeah, guys, that's the pricing for Tave. So let's get back on track here. Um, so Pluralize was definitely the first one for video. I think that's really really important. But moving on to the photography side, um, I one thing that I have like recently like encountered with the annoyance is with my new camera, the A7R4, it is a like a 40 plus megapixel camera. It's huge. The files are ginormous, double the size of the A7 III. And I used to do like my culling in Lightroom. Like I would just sift through my pictures in Lightroom, rate them, and then just, you know, filter to the rated. And I don't do that anymore at all. I use a platform or a software called Photo Mechanic. Um, it's a really, really awesome, quick calling software for photographers. I know it's uh, they're on like number six right now. They're like updating it, and I think you could pay. I think you have like a discount if you like you've purchased one before and you just want to like upgrade. I'm pretty confident you just have to give them like the licensing link. Um, right now, though, Photo Mechanic, I know they're having a new licensing sale where it's $139, and that's out the door. So you're done, obviously, and you have it. There's no monthly on that. And then I know that they can give you a 30-day free trial if you'd like. I don't think I have a discount code for that one. I'll have to double check, but it's an amazing platform for definitely for wedding photographers. I would say like sports photographers are probably using this like crazy to be able to just like, you know, quickly go through like a crap ton of pictures without having to wait six minutes a photo to load. Definitely look into Photo Mechanic if you're somebody that is shooting a lot and often and wanting to cut down on that on your editing time. Um, number six has literally saved my life. And I'm very scared when it comes to my my uh, my storage and saving things. And this software for sure, uh, Carbon Copy Cloner, has literally saved my life and my business. Because basically what is what it does is you are able to take information from OneDrive and copy it to another external hard drive on a schedule, on a pattern. Every time you upload new files, you can basically set anything within Carbon Copy Cloner. Carbon, say that 10 times fast, Carbon Copy Cloner, Carbon Copy Cloner. Um, but basically, Carbon Copy Cloner has made backing up everything for me so simple. And the only feature I think that I wish it had would be like some sort of like Google Drive sync feature where like I wouldn't have to take the extra step of syncing it to Google Drive and it would just do it like in the middle of the night for me or something. But I, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And I think that the software within itself is just absolutely amazing. So basically how I do, how I utilize it and this software is cheap, guys. This is $39.99, like one time. And as soon as you pay it, you have it. And it's amazing because you never have to worry about like your data ever again. So how, how I do this is I have an editing drive, which is four terabytes. And that's what I keep all of my client work on that I'm currently editing that has not been delivered. And then also like a lot of my marketing material that I use for my social medias and stuff like that. And then I have two... HD or hard drives that I use for strictly backing up. I don't really edit on them. They're slow and they're bulky, so I can never take them around anywhere if I want to edit on my laptop or something. But basically, the reason I have two is they're just copies of each other. So everything I'm editing doesn't just live on the lace on my editing drive. It's also on that that other external hard drive, and it's being copied to the clone of it. So basically every night at one o'clock in the morning, my drives double check and say, hey, is there any new files in this? If there is, let me clone it over to the second drive just in case one happens to fail. If one happens to fail, I have everything on one drive and I also have whatever projects I'm working on on the editing drive as well. So it's a very, very convenient 
um, software to keep everything clean on your back end and understand like where you're at with projects too because if something's on my my orange lacy ssd i know like hey this is you know a project you need to work on and be and, and finish so it's really really convenient on my end and again guys it's cheap it's forty dollars so it's a no-brainer on that one um so i want to get more in the next two into the photography side um, I know I'm dishing you guys a lot of softwares right now, but definitely take some notes on these or even look into them yourselves like as I'm talking and you can kind of see if like it'll it'll help you save time because in essence, it's true. Time is money, guys. Um, but literally, it, this one is pretty awesome too. And wow, that was a good, good transition there, bro. Um, but honestly, number seven, it's an app called UPIC, the letter U, P-I-C. Now what it is, is it's an image compressor or image um, like transfer app. So basically I, every time I'm finished editing a gallery, I will drag those full resolution edited images into this, into UPIC and it'll compress them down usually around like 75 to like 80%. So basically when you're taking these compressed images and putting them up on your website, it's not slowing your website down to a speed that is, you know, over one and a half or two seconds to where nobody's going to like stay on your website. I do this for every single gallery. No website or no image on my computer or on my website is a full resolution image. All of them are compressed image images because most people are going on mobile devices now. Almost 70%, I think it's like 67 to 75% of my viewership comes from a mobile device. So the quality of the image will still be pretty top notch on on mobile if it's compressed and on desktop too. Obviously, if they're on like a five k five k iMac, which is pretty rare for me based on my analytics, then the image may not be as crystal clear as you know I'd want it to be. But that's such a low percentage of time that I'm willing to keep my my you know um, speeds of my website loading as low as possible for that. So I use UPIC. There's a few other ones. I think I paid $4.99 for this app, which is weird because who really pays for apps anymore? But there's no ads or anything. It works really fast and you get notifications when it's like 50% done or like 100% done. So it's really, really convenient. I don't even notice when I do. I just try to do it every single time. I wish there was a way you could do scheduling on that too. But unfortunately, they don't offer that yet. And they're constantly updating it too, which is really convenient. And like I said, that one's $4.99. Another no-brainer. Um, so moving into number eight, which is another photography one, and it's Blog Stomp. This one's very, very popular. I know that a lot of other photographers are doing this in Photoshop, which can take forever, or doing it in another software. But what Blog Stomp is, is it's basically an amazing way to organize all your pictures into one setting, and then make these really, really nice blog images that are basically a bunch of your photos pushed into a layout that is exported as a singular photo. So it's a lot easier to create your blogs and your website. Plus it just, again, keeps those, keeps the file sizes down so that your, your blog posts are loading a lot quicker and people are reaching your content at a higher, at a higher pace. I love Blogstomp. It's actually new to my like forte of like softwares that I'm using. Um, but ever since I have used it, I think that my blogs look so much better. They load a lot faster and I think I'm able to like put more um, photos into each blog without like the content being really exhausting. So definitely look into Blogstomp. I'm pretty sure, 
Let me see how much I paid for the time. Yeah, I paid $39.99. It must have been a sale they were having, but it actually they retail it now for $49 for a single user. And then obviously if you have a lot of people using them, um, like, like a studio or something, it's $89 for that studio pack. Another really good software for under 100 bucks that can make your blogs look really, really nice. And you get to change the metadata in the description, so it really helps with your SEO as well. Um, number nine has really helped me with the um, my branding and quality control, or quality is like, um, not quality control, but uh, my client experience, and it's MediaZilla. I use MediaZilla to deliver uh, videos and projects to my clients, um, I would say, maybe roughly around half the time. Um, a lot of times I use uh, just old-fashioned USB with like a really nice box, like really give that really just good client experience. Um, they have a bunch of different plans, but the thing that is, makes it really amazing is seeing how your videos look when your client opens up, you know, obviously the branded email and sees the page that it loads to to watch their video or their project. Um, it's really cool. There's passwords to it. There's you have to have an invitation. Kind of works like Pixie Set, but just for video. Um, the client gets obviously a free, a free account and they can access it forever for as long as you keep the video in obviously MediaZilla itself. Um, the pricing is a little bit, I don't want to say, I don't think it's like cheap, um, but I also don't think it's like expensive either. Basically, I would say your average, at least for me, my average 1080p wedding film that's like 10 minutes long comes out to be about three gigabytes. And their entry level plan, which is $17 a month, um, would be around close to 20 films. So I guess that's what you'd be paying in a year, kind of, if you do the math. Um, I guess that's kind of what it works out. Their pro plan is $41 a month and you get like literally 600 gigabytes, which is a lot of data. So I really think that if you're the enthusiast plan, you would definitely be okay for a little while. You just might have to take films off from like earlier in the year, but the pro plan should have, there should be no reason you shouldn't have that covered. And then obviously if you're delivering really, really long films for like, you know, companies, then you might want to stick to the unlimited or the 1.2 terabyte plan. Um, that's like 75 bucks a month. But MediaZilla is another really, really great um, software you could be using um, for your client experience. Okay, last one, guys. Another video one, and it's Film Convert. Film Convert's great because if you're a videographer that has like multiple cameras in your system, so say you have like a Canon and a Sony, Film Convert's great for like being able to match those profiles so that the camera's like colors look the exact same. And they have a, a bunch of color grading t um, uh, tools and grain tools because they can add grain to images to make them look not as like over sharpened in 4K as heck to where it just looks really processed and fake. I don't use film convert a crazy amount, but I do like it when I have to match cameras or even sometimes when I'm taking like personal trips and want to match like GoPro footage to like my Sony footage. So yeah, guys, that's 10 softwares I am using pretty much on a weekly basis basis in my business to help like like cut out time, be more efficient. And I think that all of these will definitely be a benefit to you if you kind of like look into them to see if the, like the, you know if you need them. Um, but definitely check out the show notes below for any information on all of these softwares. And head over to my socials. Give me a follow on Instagram. Reach out to me on YouTube. I'm going to be posting once a week on YouTube. It is my goal for 2020. I have my New Year's resolution sheet right on my whiteboard here. And I'm literally always looking at it to just say, okay, am I working towards these new resolutions? One of them is to get back to uploading YouTube videos weekly, podcasts weekly, along with my, obviously, my client content and stuff like that. Thank you guys so much.
Whoa. <clears throat> Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. I really appreciate it. I will be back next week. Um, again, I think one of the next few episodes for me is going to be like how important um, the my client management system has been with me. My goal this year is to have more and more guests on the podcast as it grows and gets better. Um, right now, we're roughly close to like 60 downloads per episode, which is pretty awesome. Thank you guys so much for like actually downloading and listening to them if you are. But thank you so thank you so much again guys and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.